Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey, Naughty Monkeys! Ah, Sex Nerd Sandra here. Guess what? No ad this week. I have all this room to play. It's like a meadow. It's a meadow in our minds where I'm just playing things. All right. I have a request. And this goes to you. um, And there's no expiration date on this because I'm not noticing that I will be changing much anytime soon. So here's the thing. I, I want to teach more workshops and host more live podcasts in your city. And I'm hoping to do that um, much more in the coming months, 2014, 2015. Definitely a thing that I want to do because I'm finding I love it and I like to travel a lot. I don't even mind airports that much. But marketing and PR is not my strong suit by any means. And I'm noticing that um, my page on Facebook is not getting as much traffic. Um, and there's a lot of drama around just how the internet is no longer sort of a free uh, market. Like, just there's no, I mean, it's a free market, but it, it's not an even playing field anymore. And so I feel slightly censored. Um, and I, it also breaks my heart because people might miss things that they wanted to find out about if they're not caught up on the podcast, etc. So if you hear that I'm coming to your city, please, if you like to be helpful, I love being helpful. So if you if you're like me and just want to like, yeah, I want to contribute to this thing. I mean, tell your friends for sure and post it in places you know that people will see. Whether it's your your weekly paper or Yelp or FetLife, um, help me. And you can even email me the link. But just um, yeah, that would be so helpful um, if you're like me and like to do that sort of thing. Ah, so on that note, I will be in Washington, D.C. next month, um, the weekend of March 14th at Catalyst East. I'll be on a few panels that weekend. Then I'll be teaching at Lotus Blooms in Alexandria, uh, Playful Kink, which is a class that I've I've just kind of redesigned from past classes I've taught. So I'm excited for the new format. Um, actually, a lot. So that will be on Sunday, March 16th, and then March 17th, which is also St. Patty's Day. I'm half Irish. It's exciting. Um, I will be hosting a live podcast at the very fun um, bar, The Pinch. I love the room we're going to be in. It just, it feels cozy. And like, I don't know, I just, I have a, I have a good feeling that something like awesome is going to happen in there. So come on out. Um, all of the links are at sexnerdsandra.com. You can buy tickets at Brown Paper Tickets. You could always just type in Sex Nerd Sandra at Brown Paper Tickets and things will come up. Oh, and huge apologies since uh, the Valentine's Day season has just concluded. I noticed a little late that uh, the Sex Nerd Sandra t-shirts um, are were like a lot of them were out, a lot of the sizes at sexnerdsandra.merchtable.com. So those are back on order. So they should be available soon enough uh, for your springtime needs. Um, and that is, that's just like sort of housekeeping. That was a lot. But, you know, Washington, D.C., uh, merch table. I've got an eye on you, Portland and the Northwest. I just, I have an eye on you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, and then this episode, okay, here's the thing. If you clicked on this episode, hoping that we'd be talking about autoerotic asphyxiation where you tie things or, uh, put pressure on your throat, this is not that episode. Uh, it's just not, uh, because that's not something that, um, it's just so, so many people die. <laughs> so many people die. So this episode, um, is actually an experiment because what I did is I asked a stranger who really the only thing that brought us together is that he found out I was a sex educator and started talking to me about sex. When I talk to someone about sexuality privately, 
they have a certain amount of honesty and vulnerability with me. Put them on a microphone and sometimes people change immensely. It's interesting, just like uh, when people get on stage, they'll get nervous, they will stutter, they will just not express the same persona as when they are in a corner of a party or something. It's understandable. So this was interesting because um, this gent, Leon, he had a he just expressed a lot of questions. He had this like, this curiosity around sexuality and asked me a lot of questions. And it was a great conversation. And then when I found out about um, his the way he uses breathing in his play, I, I, I was like, oh, I really want to talk about that. And I think other people would find this interesting. Um, and what you will be hearing shortly is a conversation with... Leon, where he is a very different person than the person I talk to off mic. And so sometimes you might hear me kind of go, yeah, 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 okay, but this. And just listening to it made me laugh because I sound like such a jerk. But I was, um, in my defense, I was trying to get him to open up and he still shared a lot of great information and I'm glad to have tried to get out of my interview comfort zone. And Mike, um, who you know from past episodes, was great to come out and sort of join in the conversation because he's always fascinated about sex too. Yay! And so it's an interesting conversation because I wanted to call him out on some linguistic distancing that was going on during this conversation. And I realized that he was doing what I often do, which is distance myself from a, a vulnerable conversation by talking about people in general, which has driven past partners just crazy. Um, In terms of language usage, I thought it was just a great example of the challenge of talking about oneself in an open way and and also just great information and kind of just neat. All right, enough of me. Let's have a good time. Enjoy the episode. And remember, you can be a team fun of one. What are all these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Hi, naughty monkeys. Sandra here. You know. You know how I do. Uh, Today, I am... um, Okay. Let's just get into it. So, on this show, from time to time, we talk about breathing in different ways. And there just seems to be, a, it just it seems to come up because breathing is important. We're human beings. I'm assuming you're a human being. Um, oh my God, aliens. Okay, no. Um, Random. <laughs> so, if you're listening to this, you're probably breathing. And the way you utilize your breathing during sex and uh, when you're nervous and when you're excited, and if you pay attention to your breathing... Uh, it changes. And we learned in the tantric sex episode that if you um, not quite hyperventilate, but speed up your breathing or slow it down in certain ways, you can help have an energy orgasm or help yourself to just regular orgasm. And and then we learned in the kink catastrophes episode that with Jay Wiseman, that hmm, autoerotic asphyxiation, not the best thing to do to yourself, might die, cardiac arrest, Etc. So um, I met a gentleman recently uh, named Leon, 
who has hi leon who is has a new twist that i haven't heard before to playing with breathing during sexual activity which i found fascinating so i'd love to talk about that for a little bit um i have mike sculciati here hi mike hi it's good to be back it's been a while it's been a while i missed you i missed you too Oh, we're about to get into it. I know, I'm excited. Can't wait to it. I want to hear Leon's little tips and tricks. Yeah, definitely. Um, because, okay, Leon, you have a history of being a swimmer. I do, yeah. Swam for a while. Oh, well, we're not asking Leon any information about himself because it's, it's a secret. He's an anonymous person. I'm a very secretive person. Yes, mm. he's a spy. Mm. Okay, so, Leon, if that is your real name. Quote, unquote. Um, so you have a history of being a swimmer, um, and you, uh, when we met, uh, you were telling me about how you even, like, your muscles in your torso, you can actually expand your, I don't know how to swim, FYI. So any talk about swimming and swim breathing is really kind of brings up a little fear for me because I just panic in a pool and I just, you should see, I just scream and like try and get inside <laughs> oh, like, like a little dog. Um, dogs don't scream, just me. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell me a little bit about. Um, your experience with swimming and breathing because it's something that I don't know a whole lot about well I would say uh, when you're swimming you're just trying to get air right you're just Mm -hmm. like inhale as quickly as possible in the amount of time because you don't want to take as many breaths you know you want to you want to go a whole lap without taking a breath sometimes or you know if you see the Olympics they take one or two breaths every 50 meters that's you know they have great uh, breath control and they use oxygen pretty well in their body and they go as far as they can with it without breathing as much um, how it relates to sex? Uh, well, how do you like to breathe during sex? Do you like to go fast? Do you like to go slow? Okay, let's just get down to business. Let's not beat around the bush. Uh-uh. I mean, yes, we can talk about breathing all day long, and everybody has their own sense about breathing. Hi, Mike. Hi. But um, you told me that basically uh, you utilize your swimmer's breath during masturbation. Right. And I find that fascinating because... I haven't that well, amount me, of control. Let me, let me just start because I, I remember exactly where we left off. So if we go, you know, well, stroke for stroke, then you could breathe fast and lose a lot of oxygen, get a lot of CO2 in your system, and you know, you're going to feel like lightheaded. And most people, the goal is the climax. And how do you increase your climax? How do you uh, make it last longer? So it, and everybody wants, you know, the bigger, the better, you know, welcome to America. And I feel like, well, in my past experience is that if you control your breathing and slow it down a little bit, mm-hmm. hold it in longer and increase the length, you're, you're kind of achieving a erotic asphyxiation without asphyxiating yourself. Asphyxiating. Asphyxiating. It's, it's, it's a tongue twister. You're creating, um... Oxygen deprival, right. basically. Right. Oh. Okay. And then at the end, right, at, right as you climax, you let the leash or whatever you use to to choke yourself, which sounds so extreme just saying that, um, and to, to get that rush of oxygen, that oxygen high. And um, whereas this, you're not using, you know, anything to constrict yourself except your own bodily, you know, sphincters, I guess, in your throat. Okay. We'll edit that one. 
That's fine. It's, sphincters. Uh, I like throat we have sphincters. Sphinc- <laughs> we, have, throat we have throat sphincters. Esophageal yeah. sphincters, upper and lower, etc. We have sphincters in our eyes, I think, too. Like We have sphincters all over the body. Uh, not to mention our, you know, the obvious. Um, okay, so backtracking a little bit. I don't, okay, I've never understood this. Just like, okay, when you talk about nipple clamps, when people educate people about nipple clamps, they say it's, you know, you pinch the nipples and the erotic part is when you take off the nipple clamps because of the rush of blood back into the nipple. Right. Wow. It's what people, I mean, just educators, I hear that, I read that in books. And yet, like, for me, in my experience of nipple clamps, I just like the nipple clamp. <laughs> like, yeah. when you take it off, I'm just like, all right, that, that's over. But then again, I don't necessarily want a very tight nipple clamp so i don't have that same experience now uh, last night in preparation for this conversation i was looking at things on like swimming breathing because maybe i should know this anyway and learn how to swim uh finally i i promised myself i would do it this summer but i didn't but i held i drew in a whole lot of air and then tried to uh breathe out as slowly as possible while you were masturbating? No, or? no. I w- it was just a isolated, like, okay. 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 Um, so no fun involved? No fun involved, oh. but it was just to see what would happen. Because I don't generally, I mean, I might slow my breath a little bit. I might um, breathe in real fast for some reason. But I don't, I don't play with my breath a ton. Mm-hmm. So I, I pulled in a big breath of air and then just exhaled as slowly as I could and just noticed what happened. And um, I would Did say... Did you start to feel more relaxed? At first, but then my head started pounding. I could feel blood. I just, my head pounding with blood. It was like, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And I just kept breathing out. And then I breathed in, and, and I noticed that the breath of air in wasn't, like what I imagine you're experiencing in this oxygen high is that you're de- you're keeping yourself from air so that when you breathe it in, you get kind of high. Mm. Is that what you're experiencing, or is it the slow exhale? Like, where is the rush of pleasure happening? Is it in the breath in, or is it in the, when you're... Uh, it's like gasp for air, you know, when, when you really are, like, at that limit, where you're like, I really need to breathe, and then you just keep on holding it and holding it, and then uh, the safe part about it is you'll probably pass out, and then you'll start breathing normally, so just in case you... Nothing super serious will happen unless you fall into water then at that moment and yeah don't fall into water yeah don't fall into water yeah okay and also just danger aside mike how are you doing i'm good i'm i'm very curious i want to get into the um the climax and the masturbation okay yeah because i i'm I'm very curious i would always have a partner at first if you're not used to um you know oh yeah that's depriving yourself of oxygen often well if you have all control of it like so say if you are alone and you don't have you know, I, I don't like the whole, or, yeah, I don't yeah. like the whole choking thing. I think yeah, this is very, yeah. this conversation is not about tying anything around your neck Good. or any. Right. This is about holding one's breath, yeah, um, controlling that, right? Not in water, not, I, no, not no. In water. So, in terms of uh, just a little, you know, safety note is, um, yeah. What is it? What is the word? Hypoxia. I think hypoxia is the word for. Uh, being oxygen deprivated mm-hmm. um you don't want to do that you eventually i think it's when you're at half the level of oxygen and what you need in your blood you pass out you just automatically do of course if you're in water you can drown um 
but also doing this and passing out over and over again can you can accumulate a certain amount of brain damage from that doing that over and over again. Like, right. it's basically some drugs are fun. Some drugs will eventually kill you because they eat away at whatever it is that right. it's eating away at. So it's there's there's some lighthearted fun, and then there's damage to the body. So I am not advocating passing out, nor am I advocating um, choking in any way. Yeah. But we talk about breath. It's a part of sex. And mm-hmm. the fact that you can be all Jedi with your slowing down the breath and then... Mm-hmm. And trying to keep yourself, because your body will force yourself to breathe. I mean, when you're that deprivated, I mean, at some point you've got to. Um, have you ever actually passed out? No, no, never. I mean, to get to that point, you're like, you're really struggling to breathe. And and to go past that point is, I've, I've never done that to myself. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think it would take a special person to do that, to really hold your breath until you pass out. I don't know. It's like a gag reflex. I don't know if it's possible to do that. It is so close to our basic nature that it. We you will. I always breathe. You know. Every, yeah. Yeah. Can't like not. You know. Yeah. I feel like weird not. Yeah. I didn't force my after the. See, I'm such a big baby about it. The minute my head starts pounding, I'm like, I don't like this. I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I was don't your know head if I pounding, could. or you like feeling your heartbeat? You. It, it was the heart beating. Heart. Well, yeah, but it was like the blood flow. Yeah. It was definitely in my head. So you're getting there. That that's like that's, I would say that's right there. And you know, you just maintain that that slow breathing in and out. And for me, I would increase the lengths I'm holding my breath the closer I feel myself getting towards a climax. So if you're, people know themselves and if you know how long it'll take you or, you know, whatever, if you're watching porn or if you're just mentally uh, going at it, then you know where you're at. Right. And so the closer you get to a climax, then Mm -hmm. I don't know how it is for girls. I'm a guy. So Uh, we do too. Yeah. So, the more I would say like three breaths, three breaths, three breaks, you know, and you're holding your breath longer and longer each time. And then, you know, you kind of want to like match that the climax and the extent to the last breath. Wait, and, back up. When you say you, you want to have three breaths, what does that mean? Does that mean that you're doing like a regular old masturbation? Like just mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm having a good time. And then when you get close, you want to try and time out three slow breaths with your oncoming orgasm. Yeah, to I don't want to like constrict it to like three, and then at this time you do this. Like, this you know. is this is just your experience. Yes, this we is are solely not experimenting. Saying. Like, and I don't know if it's three or two. Sometimes I don't count. Sometimes it's you know I I feel that when you're when you hold your breath and you get that feeling like you know you need to take oxygen soon, and then yeah, you you go and take oxygen. You never want to get to that that cr- critical point, and but. When you when you get to the when you get close to the orgasm, you feel like the critical point and the orgasm merging, and then you take the breath as you orgasm, and it's like this this super serotonin high, I guess. Okay. Like super orgasm. Wow. To a sense. So it's like a roller coaster. Like if you're like, oh my god, here it comes. You're like click click clip, getting to the top of the right, the roller exactly. coaster. Is it? Do you breathe in just as you hit the top and go, oh my god? like that like you just want to breathe in right there or do you need to flood your system right before that point so that you get the like like what is the time it's up to you for me for me i would say um it's right at that point where you you feel like the first wave or the 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 orgasm begin and so 
then you're breathing in and then it's kind of like that blah, blah, and you're like just breathing and relaxing like give me a cigarette i need to relax right now i'm, I'm sorry it was the plah plah uh the plah is ejaculation yes, <laughs> okay splat, splat splat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think mike Wow, I'm just I'm I'm very uh, interested because I when I used to try to control my orgasms, um, like if I was having sex and I wanted it to last longer, I used to do this thing where I would think of something horrible, and I <laughs> because it would turn I me that, because yeah. it would turn me off just enough right. to to keep on going to keep on going. Yeah. But I hated I eventually. Um, started to dislike that because I was thinking, you know, I'm having this great sex and I'm thinking of like dead puppies and it just wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So, um, (laughs) so I switched it to just concentrating on my breath Mm -hmm. and, um, it really worked. yeah. Yeah. It really worked for me. And when, um, when I was kind of telling people about this, um, it was one of those things where I got a lot of questions as to like, well, how do you control your breath? And it was just kind of, for me, it was like, um, focusing, Rather than focusing on something like a negative image, I'm very, I, I love mm-hmm. images. And so I'd, I used to think of like weird or bad or images mm-hmm. that would turn me off. Instead, I started just concentrating on my breath and mm-hmm. just really, uh, you know, thinking of breathing in and breathing out and just making that instead of the, <sighs> just so making you're slowing it, a lot it down. Slower. Yeah. Exactly. So is that something kind of that you're talking about or do you just stop breathing altogether and then right as you're getting closer and closer to closer to climax you just do the three breaths like the or the two or you know you just start breathing right as you're about to climax you you're well it's it's hard to explain because it's it's uh I had a moment to think about it, but uh-huh. now that you're asking questions, it's it really makes me wonder how do I how do I tell you guys um, what my little niches are, how it how it goes. Um, so I would say, like it it, it is a bit of a like it, you're kind of distracting yourself, yeah. you know, but at the same time you're in it, so you're trying to prolong um, how long it takes to the orgasm, so that builds up to a better climax, um, and then also I'm breathing to a sense where I'm not really concentrating at first. I'm, I'm more mm-hmm. just, I'm concentrating more on just the, the action and going and thinking about or imaging, you know, whatever it is that's, I mean, this is masturbation. You're getting turned on, you're jerking right. off yeah. I and mean, you're doing regular, like, are you controlling your breath the entire time? Yeah. You're, you're, you breathe in, you hold your breath a little bit and you slowly exhale and then it, it slowly becomes longer and you're slowly holding your breath more and more. And, and then you really got to get the feel of how many breaths it takes, how long you take, you know, um, and where your, where your stopping points are, where you need to breathe, how, how big is your, is your lungs? You know? Right. I mean, breath control is important. I mean, being body aware of how you're breathing, chest breathing. We, uh, we had talked before chest breathing versus diaphragm breathing and mm-hmm. being able to use all of that. And, um, okay. So now you've started talking about holding your breath. So are you, so is it, cause I thought it was a slow deflation and just as you're deflating, you're just like, Oh God, Oh my God. And then breathe in. Uh, Great sound effect. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, I would say breathe in slowly and then hold it a couple seconds and then slowly exhale and then you know, breathe in slowly, hold it a couple more seconds, then slowly exhale. I'm excited to try this. Okay. 
or quickly exhale. It really depends on the person and how it experimenting is good you know masturbate more which sounds like the pinnacle yeah masturbation more play with it Uh, (laughs) is at it sounds like in all of it when it gets to orgasm because you talk about that as the goal is to be really hungry for oxygen right when you're about to come right it sounds like in all of this timing that is key and all be all and you feel like you're slowly like with every breath you take as you're slowing and slowing, you're becoming hungrier and hungrier for oxygen and you're... Yeah, but you're, you're distracted then by, you know, being turned on. And yeah. so that, that like, I, I want that feeling of being turned on more. And so it's competing directly with, I need oxygen. So it's like two primal instincts fighting it out for wow. this penultimate orgasm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Battle yeah. of the ages. No, I like it. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. I guess, like, for me, maintaining arousal, even alone, is, I mean, because I also, I don't watch porn that much. Like, Really? No, it's mm. distracting to a certain point. I think sometimes I'll, I'll sort of do a, I'll do an exploratory jump through porn land, huh, mm. guys? <laughs> um, and find stuff. I'm like, that's hot. Mm, that's hot. Um, but... Yeah, it's like I'll maybe fixate on like one little moment in a porn, yeah, but like a I'm por- the same way. Yeah, I mean, although there's a lot of really exciting, sexy porn coming out that's it's, it's made differently and way better production quality and mm-hmm. nicer to look at, and the people seem more comfortable, and so I'm excited about things. Well, um, I don't want to hurt the porn industry, but um, I love them. I love what their work <laughs> is and how they do it. It's perfect. But nothing compares to my lungs, baby. Right, right. But at the same time, watching so much porn mm-hmm. and then going back to reality uh, kind of throws you off because you see these these fantastic girls and then you come into the real world and these are hired expectations. So at the same time, it is, it is everything in moderation, I, I think, as well. You're saying the word note. you a lot. I do. I inference you. I'm like, are I'm you talking about people. yourself or are you talking about other people? Both. Okay. I'm using the general you encompassing. Let's everyone. talk about yourself and I'll talk about okay. my experience because. Yeah. As myself, I've, I've mm-hmm. seen that become an issue. You know, mm-hmm. you're watching so much porn and then. At you the did same it again. Time, I do it. I do see, it see, I. 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 Be, yeah, be so proud of yourself. Yes, you're watching yes. all this porn and it's messing with your right. reality. I okay. am watching all the I porn. I am watching way too much porn. <laughs> <laughs> and I go to the club and then it becomes more of a personality game versus like seeing like this perfect 10 out of 10, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, into a sense, you know, it, it kind of throws some people off. Does um, it throw you off? Throw me off. Uh, but I would say everything in moderation, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to pass out one day and be like, what have I done? No, no passing out. This is not the goal of this. I will tell you guys something, um, because arousal is hard for me to maintain. I just get so distracted sometimes. And so for me, this like, this like, oh, I'm really turned on, but I'm going to play with my breath to keep myself from coming. Like, because for me, it's more of a challenge to orgasm. Um, breath play would be like, uh, for slowing down and speeding up would be to help get me there faster, not mm-hmm. to keep myself from getting there. You know, so like mm-hmm. for me, it would be a whole different game. So I guess it'd be more like 
the Tantra conversation from you know, like a month ago, it, um, which is like for me, I w- I like I'll notice the closer I get to orgasm that there is a plateau point where I mean we talk about orgasm having a plateau before you get to orgasm anyway, but my plateau is that I really can't get past it. And I realize that part of it is because I'm pretty aroused, but I'm also kind of stressed about it because it's like there's this performance anxiety thing about it. So for me, oxygenating my blood and taking a few deep, slow breaths can help me kind of feel more in my body. So for me, breath plays into my orgasm that way. And it's a little bit easier than I forget about the breathing part because I feel better. But like, that's just... So I realize that you're both like... Mike, you're talking about trying to keep from coming too fast, and and Leon, you're talking about play, I would say fighting. The same thing. Yeah, yeah, so and I'm over here like, well, shit, <laughs> like, uh, all right, go you guys. <laughs> it's different, but well, still, yeah. I think guys are easier. even a lot easier yeah. when it comes to orgasms. Well, I've met a lot of females who are trigger orgasmic, like yeah. thirty seconds in, and they're coming. I'm oh, like, that's fuck awesome. you, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then some guys who can't come for oh, that's true. a long ass time so i mean but on in general it seems in to be general. that let's generalize fe- it. females <laughs> yeah you <laughs> oh me i represent all the girls hey monica how are your orgasms what's your time have you clocked it huh personal workplace question <laughs> she just laughs <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a problem with the um, with the. I don't really. I'm not a big porn watcher at all. I have such a vivid imagination that I will just kind of go back in my spank bank, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of pull one of those files and <laughs> just right, kind of right. relive, you know, something or change it up somehow. And I just really my masturbation is always based on um, fantasies. Hmm. that I have. Um, but I am very hyper, hyper, like I'm very sexual. So I, like I was jogging this morning and I was like getting hard while I was jogging and I was like, Oh my God, I can't wait to like, I actually started jogging faster so I could get home. to <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what you need in your earbuds. You need like dirty talk. Like, hey, is that like a thing? Because I, I, uh, ride a road cycle. And so, um, like you, you feel like the What's bike, a road cycle? it's a, bicycle for the road the, the thin ones oh okay the thing yeah the thin the, wheels not like a mountain bike right. oh okay so you go the distance nice. and um for me i try and keep off the seat because i notice the friction on my prostate like it really gets me aroused and then i want to just go home and either masturbate or you know if i have a girlfriend at the time at that time when i was in college i did and so it was it was like a, a very good stimulating effect hmm yeah, those I those bicycle seats are real narrow, aren't they? They're real they narrow. really get up in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would turn me on. Yeah, um, hmm. <laughs> I need to get a bike. <laughs> <laughs> just have a bicycle seat at home on a tripod. <laughs> just sit on it. And just sit on it. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I knew I met a guy who told me that um, he used to have a beanbag chair, and he would kind of he noticed when he was sitting it that he f- it felt really good when he'd masturbate, and it was because like the you know the imprint of his cheeks like there's that that mountain that would rise in the middle oh, right yeah, between yeah. his crack and it would just press right on the like on his perineum basically yeah, yeah. so um it became a thing where he's like what can, what else can i sit on mm-hmm. <laughs> just like it's a game called push my prostate <laughs> um it works 
Yeah. Okay. Well, but here's some guys try that and they don't feel anything. So do you notice? There's a, is it really? Is it right in front of the butthole? Is it right behind your balls? Is it the entire area? Because it's a whole meadow back there. Okay. <laughs> meadow. Girl, my perineum is like a really mellow. It's like a little plank. You know, you could walk the plank. It's just it's it's just a little like separation wall guys it's like this whole area it's a three by five card back there yeah, it's, it's the runway it's the runway it's the for me it's just behind the balls i don't know about yeah no same same here it's like it's like right in between for me it's like in between where your testicle like where your nutsack kind of like ends you right. know underneath and like right in between that and where your ass hole is it would be like right right there having been around a few taints on guys I mean, I'm just, 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 this is an I statement. It's hilarious because it's, I mean, I think I've talked about this before. The the moment where I realized that the, um, the penile bulb, like where the, the penis is hard and it goes in and you've got mm. extra shaft inside the body. And mm. depending on where you press on the perineum, you might get soft muscle tissue and you might get the friggin erection inside yeah. the body. Yeah. So those are going to be two different feelings on a guy. So don't give me this. Just press up in there. It's all the same because this lack of specificity is not helping my sex life or anybody else's. All right, guys. <laughs> all right. To be specific, I would say <laughs> then for me, it would be the inside of the shaft, um, right under the testicles, right where the shaft ends, you would, you would press up on that. It's kind of like a, like a little notch where the, the shaft ends inside the body and like the, the taint, the G spot kind of area, I guess. Can you use G spot for guys? Or can yes. You yeah. Okay. P spot. P spot. Yeah. yeah P spot, G spot. It's all good spots. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's what it is for me. And mm. you know, you give a, like as, as you're coming to orgasm, then, um, you, uh, gently massage and it gives this like, it gives that pup pup, but like you know, you're ejaculating, but it's like, oh my god, you know, it's 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 a feel, it's a real good feel good. Yeah, totally. Real good feel good. I, I like, like it. I like that too, and I like I really like your putt putts. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say that yeah, for me it's definitely like I can't do it. I'll actually, it actually I think it kind of messes with my head a little bit if I'm like in the middle of masturbating or fooling around with somebody, and then somebody goes there. It has to be right as I'm about to. Or, yeah, orgasm. Oh, really? Yeah, just like surprise. Like, yeah, like like if when I'm getting cl- like you always know when a guy's getting close. Usually, either he says it. Well, the said, oh, I'm getting close. The ball I'm getting sacks close. Tend to um, like go up. Go up exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's so you're talking post ball sack. Yeah, the ball sack rises. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. The testicles mm-hmm. kind of go mm-hmm. back, and you know that the guy's getting close. Yeah. That's when you can start like getting underneath there and just kind of rubbing okay. or gently. It doesn't even need to be. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't even need to be hard in yeah. any way. Like for me, it's just this very light type of like caress. Right. Okay. So, um, I think we've talked about the ball sack. I don't. I don't have a nickname for that when the the scrotum pulls to the body. Um, and it's, it's often like several seconds from that happening to when ejaculation happens. So it's like, I still am like, when after that point do you press on the thing? When do you, but that's fine because it's different for every person. But one of the first episodes of the Sex and Sandra podcast, uh, I think it was the first time Dave Ross was on. He talked about um, putting a frozen steak on the balls. Like oh, right when you, no, okay, no, 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 just like to, to, when they're already pulled up to the body and you're about to ejaculate, you put the, basically an ice pack right on the balls so they so they shrink further and then you shoot across the room and hits one in the eye ha, 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 ha. that is crazy <laughs> first no. time hearing that <laughs> I no. want to try the steak <laughs> <laughs> then I would peas eat. work I want to cook it after I want to cook it 
What? Do peas work? I'm sure, I'm sure peas work. I, it's just as long as it's cold. I mean, mm. drop, put, That's dunk crazy. them in a bucket of water. I can't wait to try that. That's, Please. I feel like that would really be jolting. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like a shocker. Like, could, yeah, would it, would it be good or bad? But it's like the breathing thing is like the timing of it. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Oh my God, I'm going to come. Point of no return. Uh, mm-hmm. And then at what point is it like. I imagine it's before the ejaculate has left um, the penis. Well, we left or the penis, the, but I'm just trying to think of about guys or the. I mean, well, no, I guess it would have to be before the sperm leaves the scrotum to join the fluids to come out. So I guess you know it's kind of like how soon, but then sorry, there's muscle contractions. That happened bef- uh, before it actually. Got- yeah. I guess it's like timing. I'm just. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. thinking, overthinking this yeah. action. Um, you just have to try it. It's, yeah, it's solely a, and it's not down a three. Like I said, it's just you know, if you want to take one breath and hold it as long as you can, and then keep on going, and then if you feel yourself about to come, then uh, just keep it in until you ejaculate, and then breathe right as you're orgasming, and that's that's the recipe right there. Mm. Oh, the recipe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> See, I, I find all this so interesting because, like, then I think about people who come when they're holding their breath. Like, some people just, that's something they do that helps them come is holding their breath. But then mm. when people hold their breath, they also tend to tense their muscles, right? And so then there's um, the muscle part of it, and there's the breath part of it. And so those are two different things. Like, so what if I were continually, like, stretching and moving my body while holding my breath? Would it do the same thing? And what if I stayed rigid while breathing deeply? You know, like, there are different elements to this. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like um, being able, you know, holding your breath and moving or holding your breath and, like, just staying tense um, physically would, I mean, when it comes to your breath would probably be the same thing. Yeah. You know? I mean, I very much grind when I'm about to, you know what I mean? Like, grinder. I'm a grinder when I'm like getting there. Mm-hmm. So I think I would still be grinding. I don't think I could just tense up and just hold it. I'd be grinding. I mean, not necessarily. You it's not like you're, you know, rigor mortis, like yeah. frozen. It's, but like, there's still movement. But it's just like a little, like leg tension and like calf tension and oh, like shoulder yeah. tension and stuff like that. I don't. Well, These are all. I wonder all the things. You you're gonna I mean. just have to practice. Yeah, I'm gonna have It'll to practice. Make perfect. You know what sucks about being a sex educator is like, it, then it becomes work. Like, but don't you enjoy your job? Yeah. I do enjoy my job. It's um, I don't know. It's I think it's this work. It's remembering to the playfulness of it all. Yeah. Because when it feels like something that I should do, and they're sort of like, oh, I should do this. Um, and I think people feel like that are like, oh, we've we haven't had sex in a week. We should have sex, you know, like or yeah. like when it becomes more of like a duty than it is yeah. the play. I think that's that's what I'm like. I make sure never to have sex and duty go. Yeah, and yeah they're they're <laughs> never. I I really try to keep those two things yeah. separate. Sex are we is talking fun. about like like do, like having sex out of obligation or pressured to have sex or something like that. Like whatever you do, never do that. You know what I mean? I just yeah. feel like that's just negative because then you're going to... Takes the fun out of it. It takes the fun out of it. I, I paint. And when I was a kid, my mom used to like demand <gasps> paintings. Oh, She'd really? Like, paint, paint, paint. You're yeah. so good at painting. And to this day, and I'm trying to make a career out of my art. And I, when I paint, I still hear that nagging. Oh, Sorry, God. mom. I hear that voice that just Maybe turns me... Oedipus that turns bit. me on a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of like, ugh. So that's why I'm really I like, you know, sex is amazing. I mean, you could have have it a lot worse 
I could. That. It's true. It's true. I'm. Get know, it together. Get it. Get it. I'm trying to get it together. I I like sex. It's fun. Whatever. Sex is great. Well, like. I think it's also, well, one, exercise. I need to exercise more because I'm noticing that my, this isn't really, I don't know why we're talking about me now, but uh, because I, when I'm less active, my sex drive is lower. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so like, we know that urge when you're, whatever, when you're jogging or on your bicycle, whatever, it's like, I can't wait to go home and masturbate for me. Like, and I've talked to other people who feel like this, but like where you can just sort of smush your, your junk around a little bit and be like, that felt nice. All right, I'm done. Like, you don't necessarily need an orgasm. You can just sort of, like, hump something for a second and be like, that was fun. No? Personally, no. No? No. You can't? Yeah. I wake up in the morning, and I see my morning wood, and I'm horny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just look down at it. I'm like, it's on. Some days are good days. Some days are bad days. I don't know. Every day is a good day when it comes to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sandra, you wouldn't be able to tell that you haven't been working out. You look amazing. Oh, thank you. Super. Thank you. I really do. I'm trying. I'm trying out my animal. I don't want to be creepy, but I mean, you know, I play. I play for a different team anyway. Yeah, Mm. right. It's okay. I'm gay. You look really hot. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Take my word for it. So what you just did? You did that thing. See, I need to do an inflection. I feel like, um, not that I'm dissing the gay community, but I feel like I do a lot of voices too. Like I, I fluctuate my voice, and so when I compliment a girl that's attractive, I'd have to put on like a, like a facade a little bit, so it's not like I'm totally hitting on you. Like you look good, you know. Like, if you're at the club and you say, like, oh, my God, girl, and, like, they're going to be like, oh, gross. But if you're like, oh, my God, girl, if they're like, I'm kind of <laughs> interested you, in you. Do you really do that? <laughs> Please Not often. Yeah, if you have, like, a gay twang and you're like, oh, my God, girl, you look so fab. <laughs> And then you're plus, not going to get being you're honest. Not, you're that's not, like, I don't know if you'd get laid. Would yeah. you? Well, no, I don't use it to get, I just use it to have fun. Oh, okay. Well, if you're doing it to have fun, then if it's a, like a, you know, compliment. No, it's not like I'm like going to trick you into having sex, you know? Well, I See, I, did, I went See, low there. I, I thought you were going to just go higher. Choice. Like, I really like your outfit, you know, or do something in a higher range. I didn't realize you were going straight up lisp. <laughs> <laughs> I do all sorts of voices. That's great. Yeah. That's good. No, no, no. Don't apologize. I think it's fun. I think it's funny. Cool. Cool. All right. I'm going to bring up something. Also, how are we doing? We have gone past half an hour. Oh, have we? Wow, time flies. Are you doing all right? I'm having fun. Yeah? Yeah. See, you loosen up when you're behind the mic. Exactly. Behind the fuzzy penis. This is just a hangout, man. It's just a hangout. We're just chilling, talking about some sex. You know? So, I am really... You asked me a question when we met, Leon, and um, we don't have to talk about this, but I think it's really important because so many people who listen to this show actually have this same question. I've been emailed this a ton, so... Oh, I see what you're getting at. Oh, um, I see. Is, uh, are you okay if I bring oh, yeah. this up? Oh, yeah. We're is, in it. We're ready to go. We're in it. We're in it. Is that you asked me if, like, what is more important a lot of experience um or or taking a lot from your sexual experiences um and there seemed to be some questioning about you know is it about how many people you sleep with um you'd express that you haven't been with that many people and I get so many questions from people who are freaking out because they haven't had enough experience and they feel that and it's just it's a remarkable thing and I just I don't know um yeah. Did did my answers help you out in that at all? Yeah, a little bit. You got me thinking about it, too. And I'm going to go with, like, 
when I saw him pineapple, I actually watched Pineapple Express like two days ago, and he was like two and a half. I'm like, what's a half? Well, I put the ball in, but you know, I really didn't feel like it counted, so I can't give it a whole point. And that's you know the same region that I'm at. I've been with three different girls or women. I mean, at the time I was boy, so I'm still <laughs> and now I'm a young. man. I've killed a bear. Yeah, exactly. Or... <laughs> I've I've conquered the world. You know, and um, I feel like after those experiences, I I still feel. Well, I know I'm immature, but I still feel like an amateur. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know people that feel like pros. Are they like bro high fiving each other? Like we're awesome at sex? No, like, those are those are the amateurs. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. Like nobody like really knows that they're great at sex. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have this like when you don't really believe when your partner is like, "Oh, you're really good," and I'm like, I don't, I don't see myself as mm-hmm. being like great. I guess mm-hmm. it's a uh, an inflection of like my entire life, like always be better, and so on, building up and building forth. Mm-hmm. So um, it's good to a sense because I don't stop learning; I keep on going. But in the same sense, it's what are you building toward? Right. It's like this. You're never satisfied. Fantasy, like ultimate climax, kind of thing. You know, whereas just being satisfied with where I'm at, mm-hmm. and then just going mm-hmm. on from there. So not to get like too deep. But I would say it's more or less what you're comfortable with, you know. Well, because I'm comfortable being with like that guy, but some people may want to hear like, "Oh, you were great in bed last night," you know. And some people don't. So I'm hearing you know. a lot of different things. So in your experiences with three different females, did you have receive compliments after that you didn't believe? And that's what's stressing you out? Or is it you just wish you'd had more uh, Well, I wouldn't experience? say it's stressing me out, but I would say it's like, I don't know. Like, because, you know, you're never like, am I going to put myself in that position? I'm never, I'm never going to be a girl, you know? Well, I never should say, say never. Day and age is very, it's very complicated in these day and age, people moving um, however they feel, and that's their choices, and I completely agree with them. I mean, hopefully one day... We get it. You're on on everyone's team. Right. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. I don't want to hate on anybody that and no, no, offend no. people. When you're exper- I mean, you asked me, why did you ask me my thoughts on it? Um, curiosity. Mm-hmm. A very curious person. Okay. So I like to know and, and see what other people think, you know, just to get like a whole general consensus. Oh, so you weren't thinking that you didn't have enough experience. You were just curious, just randomly. Well, I mean... You're open to it. You're right. open to more experience. Right, right. Yeah. And I feel like I'm a really good studier, and I like I watch a lot of porn, so I, I end up studying some porn, and you know, you take mental notes and say, like, oh, that's good. And, and when you're with your partner, too, it, it's good to have an open communication so you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got lost again. Like, I don't know, it's still, okay. Yeah. I could never say that I'm good at sex. That would be such a weird thing to say. Such a strange, vague statement. Like, I'm good at sex. Are you? Like, well, it's, it's weird. It's, it's really weird because it really depends on the partner and whether mm-hmm. or not you and a specific partner have good sexual chemistry. Because yeah. I used to think... Full disclosure here, like, cause I, I've had to like take three and probably like maybe times it by like maybe 40. <laughs> um, I don't know. Something like well, that. I spend too much time behind books, so. Well, no, but that's, but that's fine. Cause I think that whether it's three or 300 
whatever it doesn't matter. I feel like it's what you take from it more so than what how many partners you have. Because if you what if you're watching porn, then I feel like the porn that you're watching could be something that triggers a curiosity in you where you're like, ooh, bondage. I think I could be into that. Mm -hmm. You know, and so the porn has triggered something. Now you haven't had sex with any more women, but you have now you know a fetish that you want to try with a partner in the future. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, with that experience with that partner where you're doing the bondage can, you know, bring up certain things that worked, that didn't work. I thought I was into that, but it's more so in fantasy than reality. And you know, this it's amazing how much thing. that's the case sometimes. It, it, and, it, and, it, and it absolutely is. And so I think that just based on that question, I think that it really is more um, of what you take from the sex. Because I used to think that I was really good at sex because I had a, a big penis, mm-hmm. and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because from and I learned that really I, yes, and I learned that I was wrong because I had an ex that just said that. Uh, that it was it was just too much and it was like because I was like topping and you know what I mean and mm-hmm. so I was and it was just too rough and it was too hard and I just thought oh big penis means great I'm good, great I'm good. Yeah. and it was wrong and, it, and that was something that really was like a big wake up call for me and I was like really kind of embarrassed and I got really insecure about it because I was like oh what am I doing wrong and it was just my it was just my entry and it was my you know what I mean like my whatever can I just (laughs) share it just didn't go very well I have to share that like I'm not it's funny because you're usually guys not just like because I have a big dick but um (laughs) Mike used to model for um a photographer was it for a photographer or was it specifically for a card company Oh, no, yeah, it was a photographer, but the photographer, um, you know, distributed, had different companies that he went through. So I was on like calendars and birthday oh, okay. cards. And so there is a greeting card that exists in the world that is of a, uh, a, a very abolitious torso and like just tight underwear and just just like... A really big hard dick under it. Basically, I have it's seen this boner. card. It's, Basically, yes. it's a boner it's card. My, it's my boner. <laughs> so I know approximately so cool. <laughs> the size of his member. Yeah, hmm. but but that was a, but that was the thing that I feel like if I had that thought still, mm-hmm. which was totally false, then I still would have been going throughout life being like, oh, you know. A plus B equals C, and that's just not that's just not true. Like your right. big penis does not mean good at sex. It, mm-hmm. it, I was actually really happy, even though you know we broke up. I was really happy that that ex boyfriend of mine told me that. Yeah, because I was like, well, thank you. I'm gonna actually need to like really mm-hmm. concentrate. And then he actually guided me through like how I could just like be better at the movements and da 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 da, da and working with it oh, better. Wow. And, and it was really it was mm-hmm. really a positive experience mm-hmm. that I still take to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of those things that I feel like with with sex is, you know, you have to just kind of you have to be open to. Mm-hmm to it and you have to kind of instead of just always being in your head of I'm good or I'm bad or I'm this or I'm that it really depends on what your partner is into you know what I mean yeah positions whatever you know that they can get off on if you're going to have sex if you're masturbating whatever do whatever you want but if you're going to have sex with a partner I feel like it's really takes two to tango Mm, tangoing it's a lot of fun Right, and, and and going back to uh, what I said previously about um, not believing to a sense um, that you're just like great at sex, because um, 
no critical points were coming out of it. And I take criticism extremely well. Like that's, yeah, I enjoy taking criticism because then it makes me better. Yeah. And, um, there was no criticism. There was no, this was good, but here, this is what I like. It was just, no, it was good. Oh, so you were kind of guessing what would feel good for them. They said everything was good. And so you didn't get any pointers as to how to improve. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's difficult yeah. when when that's a communication break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, some people I think are just so sensitive about it, and they yeah, get they, they don't get really nervous. They don't want to hurt your feelings, and so it's touchy. I feel like you have to specifically, like, if your intuition is saying they're lying when they mm-hmm. say that you know that was good, because this is a general ask, like, aha, uh-huh. ask specific questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, rather than just generalizing, was that good for you? Yeah. And then it just leaves it open just to, for them to say, uh, yes. Yeah. Just be like, you know. Yeah, I, communicating during and after is so important. So and if you ask important. vague questions like, how was that? You will get the most vague, half-assed answers. Yes. Not yes. helpful. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leon, thank you so much for coming out to the show to share your personal experience. Thanks for having me. It's great talking yeah. to you guys. I'm excited to do this breathing, like swimmer's breath masturbation thing. Oh, I'm going yeah. to hold Practice. my breath. Practice makes perfect. Wait, is it holding? Okay, it's a slight holding, but it's breathing out slow? If... It's whatever works for you. Because for me, it's holding my breath. Um, but at the same time, it's it's slowing down my heart rate. But it's that it's the two fights. One is, you know, speeding up your heart rate. The other mm-hmm. one is slowing it down. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's yeah, just, no, I get, I get it now. It's breathing beautiful slow confusion. slows down your heart rate. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you're playing with your heart rate too. Also, FYI, hyperventilation before before you jump in a pool. I was reading at it can trick your body into um, not forcing yourself to breathe when you need to. Um, so don't do that whether you're swimming or masturbating. Mm-hmm. None of the hyperventilation beforehand. Wow. Yeah, because you rid your body okay. of uh, carbon dioxide mm-hmm. and. Um, Hold your breath longer. You can, but then you're more likely to go past the point of uh, passing out. Mm. This is what I was reading, and they're like, "Don't do that." Like all the swimming blogs, like, "Don't, don't do that." Um, well, personally, I've well, if you do underwaters, which are just going um, underwater from wall to wall, mm-hmm. and my experience, I've I've gotten to the point where I did 50 meters, and you know, unless you're trying to prove something, nobody really wants to make themselves pass out underwater. But if you're in like a competition. You know, if you're going at it, if you're having sex, like, by all means, go for the cold, you know? Com- competition. Of, uh, oh, competition in swimming. <laughs> you were like, you know, if you're in competition, you're going at it, having sex. I'm like, wait. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> this is confusing. Um, mainly just uh, take care of yourselves. Um, I think it's to be conscious of your breathing. I think that's the important part. Yeah. And have yeah. fun. And have fun. Mike, do you have a website for all your painting and your career and all the things? I do, yeah. What is it? Well, it's my crazy last name. It's msquillachotti.com. Mm-hmm. So it's M-S-Q-U-I-L-L-A-C-I-O-T-I.com. That is a mouthful. It is a mouthful. Mm, it is. So is he. Oh, oh God. So, yeah, that's my, that's my art page. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll yeah. check it out. Thanks. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. All right, you guys. Yay. Yay. Go team fun. Well that was fun. <laughs> I like the way I sound on this thing. I know. Yeah. Ooh. Now leaving nerdist.com.